The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. The holiday shopping season is here, so it's time for Bubble Genius's Can't Catch Me Gingerbread Man Soap. It's a big-ass gingerbread man soap that you can enjoy without going right to your thighs. Unless, of course, you're washing your thighs, that is. Scented with a yumalicious gingerbread fragrance, all the decorations are soap, too. And at almost five ounces, it should last you a good long time. Only $7 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez, that's B-O-B-A-N-D-C-H-E-Z, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. China! Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza. You see, if you shoot pool with some employee here, you can come and borrow money. <laughs> what does that get us? A discontented, lazy rabble instead of a thrifty working class. And all because a few starry-eyed dreamers like Peter Bailey stir them up and fill their head with a lot of impossible ideas. Now, I say... Just a minute, just, just a minute. Now, hold on, Mr. Potter. Just a minute. Now, you're right when you say my father was no businessman. I know that. Why he ever started this cheap penny-ante building alone, I'll never know. But neither you nor anybody else can say anything against his character because his whole life... Was, why, in the 25 years since he and Uncle Billy started this thing, he never once thought of himself. Isn't that right, Uncle Billy? He didn't save enough money to send Harry to school, let alone me. But he did help a few people get out of your slums, Mr. Potter. And what's wrong with that? Well, here, you're all businessmen here. Don't it make them better citizens? Doesn't it make them better customers? You, you said that they, what did you say just a minute ago? They, they had to wait and save their money before they even thought of a decent home? Wait, wait for what? Until their children grow up and leave them, until they're so old and broken down that the... Do you know how long it takes a working man to save $5,000? Just remember this, Mr. Potter, that this rabble you're talking about, they do most of the working and paying and living and dying in this community. Well, is it too much to have them work and pay and live and die in a couple of decent rooms and a bath? Anyway, my father didn't think so. People were human beings to him, but to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. Well, in my book, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. Merry Christmas! The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. China. China! It is Thursday. December 8, 2016, and this is the Bob and Chez Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob Seska, and Chez Pazienza is still in New York working, doing something other than being here on the show. Damn you, Chez. <laughs> so that means Kimberly Johnson from uh, Huffington Post, and We Are Woman, and Liberals Unite, and from the, uh, the just-released book, Peyton's Choice is here with us again today. And also from Rock the Slut Boat. Rock the Slut Boat. Is that Facebook.com slash Rock the Slut Boat? Uh, okay, I think that's what it is. Is that the address? I don't know. Whatever. It's Rock the Slut Boat. Maybe. <laughs> Go there and like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, big show today. And uh, like I said, Chez is uh, unexpectedly still in New York. 
working television. Fancy schmancy hoity toity. <laughs> and he's television man. Big shot. Yeah, he thinks he's an elite or something. I should call him. I should call him on the show and just guilt him a little bit. Do you think I'll interrupt him? Seriously, if I call him he right now. I'm get mad at you. <laughs> well, you mean for a change? Yeah, really. We could just <laughs> tell him like, how much better we are than, than you guys are. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I will call him here. Make him all Let's jealous. See. Let's see. I, you know, I've got my uh, I've got my phone out here. I could just do that. I could just call Chez right here on the phone. His, uh, his caller ID mm-hmm. on my phone is Chez participates in panel. <laughs> so whenever I get a call from Chez, it comes up, Chez participates in panel. Those of you who have been listening to the show for a long time know exactly what that means. <laughs> let's see. Let's see here. Let's wait for the music. I'm just going to turn the music off and, see, and call him right now and see if You're he's... You're so uh, evil. It all depends on uh, how pissed off he gets. <laughs> my level you of evil. Dick. Here, here we go. All right. Let's do this here. Chez. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Kimberly's fallen and she can't get I don't up. think he's I don't think he's gonna answer. Hey, it's Chaz. I can't get the phone now, but if you have a message, I'll get back here. All right. At the tone, please record Are your you message. message? You of course. Make fart noises or something. <laughs> Where the hell are you? <laughs> China. <laughs> Chaz, it's it's Bob and, and Kimberly Johnson. We're doing the show without you. So Hi, Chaz. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> All right, so that's that. Colin Ches, so mature. <laughs> Colin Ches on the show to Gil. What do you think of that, Ches? Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we've got serious business to get to on the show today. So we'll bring this up. It is uh, what day is it? It is day twenty-three of the Trump dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I forgot to call you by your new nickname, Kimberly. Which is Mad Dog. Oh, of yeah, of course. Kimberly Mad Dog Johnson filling <laughs> in for Chaz today. Don't mess with me. Um, you know, before we dive into the, the Donald Trump news... China! Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Alex Jones here for a second. Because Alex Jones released his list of fake news sites. Oh, great. Let's get rid of the Trump news again. And he would know. The guy who runs Infowars.com is telling us which websites are the fake news sites. <laughs> This is great. And I don't imagine the list has the usual fake news sites on it. Like, uh, what is it like? Uh, what's some of the fake news sites? Like U.S. Uncut is a fake, kind of a fake news site. Well, I There's... don't know that they would be fake, but they, you know, they're not always altogether yeah. Um, honest. It's like uh, a, I think, but mostly there, you know, there's a lot of those satire sites like Newslow. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my Chaz God. Chaz is calling back. All right. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer the phone here. Chaz. I don't think he realizes. Hello? Hey, hey, I told you to do the show. Did I not? <laughs> what? No, no. You said you couldn't do the show today. We're, we're actually on the show now. We thought we'd just call and bug you on the show. That's why we called. Oh, thank you. I, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm here, too, and I've never officially said hello to you. You guys enjoy yourself. Tell Kimberly, uh, give oh. my best. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. And, we just... and, next week, and next week, I return for, for pretty much for good. How, how's everything in New York? Uh, busy. Busy as hell, man. <sighs> yeah, I'm sitting, uh, I'm sitting here doing a pre-interview right now, so... Okay. I'm going to get going. More, more statuses. Yeah. More statuses of bars in New York, so we can all be jealous. I know. I know. Thanks, man. 
Okay, bye. There he goes. All right. Okay, so going back to what I said, there's USUncut.com, USUncut.news, or something like that. They're two totally separate. They're both um, awful. Yeah, I mean, well, well, what, there's a long story to it, which I won't get into, but they're not necessarily fake, but they like probably engage in the uh, incendiary titles, yeah. and they exaggerate, and they're very, very, very biased. Well, you're familiar with the guy who runs that site, right? Mark Provost is well, kind of a he's loony the one, bat. He, mean, runs insane. The, he runs .com. Okay. So dot news is the, it's a long story that I, I mean, I know the inside news. I don't know if I mm. should be talking about it, so I won't. But all I'm just going to say is the one, um, the, the guy who runs dot com US Uncut is very, very, very anti, um, you know, like and he calls everybody in, in the current administration like neoliberal. So great. <laughs> he's that He, he doesn't guy, like right? Obama and, and he, you know, he criticizes Obama and he, he, he's just quite angry. Well, regardless, <laughs> um, Alex Jones, who runs probably the fakest of the fake news sites, has released a list of, uh, of fake news outlets, according to Alex Jones. Um, and they're pretty much what you would expect. I mean, they're regular news sites. Here's the list. <laughs> New York Times, Washington Post. Oh, my God. CNN. What a douche. NBC News, MSNBC, CBS News, ABC News. Oh, yeah, my favorite. Right. ABC News. Okay, whatever. Also, Salon.com. Yay. And of course, one of the reasons why that's on the list is because we <laughs> at Salon, we relentlessly attack yeah. Alex Jones. And yeah. in fact, one of the only times Alex Jones has mentioned me on his his ridiculous radio show is when I wrote something really bad about him in Salon.com. And, oh, and he didn't like Alex it. Jones. He didn't like it. And he made this noise. <laughs> made that noise on the show. He's like talk- he does every day. He was so freaked out about what I wrote about him in Salon. He did this. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. He also said, I'm ugly. I stink. I love Satan. I kill my baby. Should you be saying that out loud? I don't think so. Uh, wait, what else? Uh, the Huffington Post. There you go. <laughs> Rolling Stone, BBC News. Yeah, Rolling Stone is really fake news. All right. Sky News, Financial Times, Politico, uh, New York Daily News. So pretty much anything that's not fake news has made his list. Yeah, right. All, all the regular news sites. U.S. News and World Report, CBC, Gawker. Uh, Newsweek, Time, Business Insider, Daily Beast, Vice, Yahoo News, Daily Coast, Young Turks, Slate, NPR, PBS, Raw Story, New Yorker, BuzzFeed, Move On, Think Progress, Media Matters, Wonkette, Center for American Progress, uh, Little Green Footballs, <laughs> affiliate to this show, Little Green Footballs, made the list. Second to last on the list, congratulations to Charles Johnson for actually making uh <laughs> Alex Jones is always great to get Alex Jones to get pissed off at you. Yeah, that's always a big win. If you can piss off Alex Jones and get him to rave out about you, that's that's a big deal. Scum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So congratulations to Little Green Footballs and Salon.com and the Huffington Post, for that matter, for making Alex Jones's fake news list. This is so insane. I mean, this is where we are in America. This guy controls. I don't know what. Ten to ten to fifteen million listeners that's his total audience i believe it could be a little larger if you wrap in people who watch his videos on youtube Mm -hmm. and so forth this is it's so bad right now there's just i i I keep saying it but it bears repeating as often as possible there is a rot occurring in american culture socio-political rot that I don't even know if it can be fixed. I guess in some way the pendulum can be swung back and we can get people to finally uh, trust real news again instead of trusting the fake news, the verifiably fake news. I you know, was scrolling around looking for 
this news of the day and there was some story that I don't even remember, but it was completely fake. And um, it was one of those like politicolo or something like that. Oh, There's yeah. always an extra L-O in there. So if yeah. you see like Huffington Post with an extra C-O, mm. do some research. If you see like obviously Republicans are going to say and do things that are egregious and shocking and you're like, yeah. oh my God, I can't even believe they went there. But sometimes it like it seems beyond the pale. When it seems beyond the pale, look it up. Don't just <laughs> right. automatically share it because this is how the fake news goes around and it hurts everybody. And I think particularly the people who voted for Donald Trump who happen to be older people, uh -huh. yeah. I would say right. maybe retirees, like 65 plus, maybe that age group, they're accustomed to a world in which if they read something in print... Right, they think it's absolute. It's yeah. it's absolute. Like, well, why would this publication put their reputations on the line yeah. by publishing something fake? And then well, there was, there was that... Was it on 60 Minutes or something um, that we saw the other night where a guy yeah. was... Uh, Po posting fake news. He was a Hillary Clinton supporter and he ran stories about her that were horrible and untrue mm -hmm. and got like, I don't know, six or seven million views and it was right before the election and now he's like, oh, oh, well, I feel really bad. <laughs> oh, now. I, yes. wish I, I wish I didn't do it. Oh my God, right. It's like, I, and oh, I just, now. And yeah. he's pro-Hillary and he, he, you know, I don't know how much influence his fake horrible news story had, but because yeah. nothing in it was true, they, there was like nothing in his news story that was true. But and of course, it was all slandering Hillary, and he was, and he made eight thousand dollars off of it. That one post. Oh my god! And it, and initially, obviously, the eight thousand dollars was uh, more appealing to him, and now he's looking back and thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't have you know, lied to everybody. Yeah. This guy, do you remember what site it was? It was one of the ones with the multiple O's in it or I something. I can't remember the name. Regardless, I mean, you have to see this interview to find out because these are just pranksters on the internet who just love to stir things up and doesn't well, and matter. they want to make no... money. That's yeah. the main goal. Well, yeah. So it's like if it's an incendiary headline that makes people go, oh my God, they open it up and then, you know, these people make all kinds of money from it and it's just about the money they make. And the rest of it's a lie. Right. And I just saw a headline come down uh, this morning that said something with regard to Hillary Clinton losing the election. Like an, an analysis was done that said Hillary Clinton really lost the election in the last week. And that's where we saw not only the, the Comey letter, but also a spate of, of awful fake news stories. Yeah. And uh, and and no one's no one's weeding this stuff out. There are no more gatekeepers anymore. I mean, obviously, this week we had the culmination of uh of Alex Jones, Donald Trump, uh, Mike Flynn, and all these crazy people who are circulating fake news, uh, actually end up in it was a not it ended up being there were no fatalities or injuries, but there was a shooting at that at that pizza restaurant in uh, Washington D.C. What was it, Comet Ping Pong Pizza? Because of yeah. this fake news story, this conspiracy theory that's been circulated by Alex Jones and other people, certainly Mike Flynn, and then Mike Flynn's son, who was let go from the uh, the transition this week. The, circulating this fake story about how John Podesta is running a child sex trafficking right. ring out of this place called Comet Ping Pong. So, of course, this guy is going to go in and shoot it up. There's going to be all kinds of people online investigating Comet Ping Pong. They've, they were talking about like underground tunnels leading there where they can move people in and out. People are sheep. So Stop the, being sheep. So this guy, I yeah, that's right. I know you guys aren't sheep, but it's all the other people. Well, no, the word <laughs> the word is sheeple. sheeple if we're talking about the Alex Jones universe, right. that's the one they always use. Sheeple. Don't be a sheeple. But this guy, the shooter at uh, Comet Ping Pong, actually spoke out and tried to explain himself uh, today. So the man accused of firing an assault rifle inside. By the way, the assault rifle, 
the AR-15. Of course. AR-15, right? The AR-15, which is the uh, weapon of choice for all mass shooters, and yet still remains legal. The most popular firearm in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, the Sandy Hook weapon. Can you, I always have to go back to this. Can you imagine if millions of Americans in the wake of 9-11 ran out and bought uh, like box cutters just to make a yeah. statement about, I don't know, what, liberty, Second Amendment, something like that? After 9-11, we could go out and buy box cutters. That's what they do. After all these shootings, these mass shootings involving yeah. AR-15s, people run out and buy AR-15s. Well, the, the, the NRA does all these ads that, you know, they pounce on the fear, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, they convince more people to buy guns in this case it's uh this this firearm you can go on online go on youtube and read all kinds of things about how to soup it up how to uh create uh, magazines that fire almost at an automatic rate like you can alter the magazines so they can so you can use your ar-15 15 as a fully automatic firearm Jesus Christ. And and so, yeah, you're right. What they do is after these shootings, they market the firearm and people run out and buy more of that firearm. Well, they, yeah, they play going on back, that fear. Yeah, going back to what I was saying about there being a cultural rot in the United mm-hmm. States. We're in a place now where, you know, on Earth Day, you have uh, anti-climate conservatives running out and leaving their SUVs idling deliberately, or they go out and they burn tires, stuff like that. They, in the wake of a mass shooting involving an AR-15, they go out and buy the AR-15. So, but regardless, this guy is named uh, Edgar Madison Welch, and he said, I just wanted to do some good and went about it in the wrong way. (sighs) Yeah, I would say that. Welch, 28, told the newspaper he started driving to Washington from his Salisbury, North Carolina home, intending only to give the Comet Ping Pong Pizza restaurant a closer look, quote unquote. But while on the way, he said he felt his, quote, heartbreaking over the thought of innocent people suffering. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what? No one ever went broke underestimating the intelligence of the American people. That's absolutely for sure. So the conspiracy theorizing now, emboldened by the election of Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. and Alex Jones is basically like, I guess you could say Alex Jones and Kellyanne Conway are like the collective Baghdad Bob of Mm -hmm. the Trump regime now. It's Alex Jones on the radio, Kellyanne Conway all over cable news. By the way, Kellyanne Conway, I could not believe what I was seeing yesterday when I saw this clip from CNBC of Kellyanne Conway talking about the stock market. We have to take a we have to take a short break, talk about Harry's razors. But when we come back, I definitely want to get into this Kellyanne Conway quote. I've got the actual audio here. This is something that's getting very little attention but which should get much yeah. more attention because it basically involves Donald Trump deliberately manipulating the stock market, right? <clears throat> but before we talk about that, I want to talk about something that's actually fun, which is shaving with uh, with my Harry's razors. I love my Harry's razor. I've got the chrome handle. I've got the uh, the trimming blade. I've got the lubricating strip. I'm, I'm set. I'm set to go. And you can be too. So... So, too, everyone else on your uh, holiday shopping list. The holidays are great. I love the holidays, except when it comes to finding the right gift, especially for the guys on my list. For a guy's gift that's both personal and practical, I recommend Harry's new limited edition shave set with a midnight blue chrome handle. I got to get me a midnight blue chrome handle. Making a mental note of that. By the way, also, it's good for the ladies on your list, too. They shave their legs, armpits, things like that. 
Tyrese Rays is perfect for that, too. You can even get that handle, by the way, engraved with his or her initials. This limited edition gift set also includes three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges, each with a flex hinge, loop-creating strip, and a trimmer blade, and Harry's foaming shave gel that smells amazing, all in a beautiful designed gift box for just 30 bucks. And for just $10, you can get Harry's starter set, a great stocking stuffer, and a great gift for yourself. I could stop here, but it gets even better because Harry's has partnered with the Bob and Chez Show for this holiday gift special. Five bucks off your order. Do it now. It's going to expire. Five bucks off your order if you use the code BANDC when you check out. Oh, but wait, as they say, there's more. How about free shipping on top of that $5 off? Free shipping it is then, today through December 9th, while supplies last, so today would be good. Just use the code BANDC when you check out with the possibly engraved Midnight Blue Limited Edition gift set you heard about right here using our code at harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. The Bob and Ken Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. China! Happy Holidays! All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, okay, we're going to get into this Kellyanne Conway thing. Let's talk about Kellyanne Conway before the break. Um, she's like an... I don't know how you really define Kellyanne Conway. I've been calling her the Spinbot 3000. She's... She's like an evil genius. I guess you could put it that way. Genius insofar as she's able to spin her way out of any predicament. I mean, it doesn't matter what Donald Trump says. He could be saying he could ju- he could just jam a bunch of babies into a blender, turn it on and drink it all down on national television at eight o'clock on ABC on a Thursday evening. <laughs> and Kellyanne Conway would find a way. She'd say, that, you know, they, they, of course, the cable news people would all treat the event as if it was absolutely normal. Don- you know, Brian Williams coming up on the 11th hour. Uh, Donald Trump today put a handful of babies into a blender, turned it on, and drank it all down at 8 o'clock on ABC on a Thursday night. We uh, we bring in uh, Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt to discuss the latest Trump news. That's how it would, it would totally go down exactly like that. Yeah. And then Kellyanne Conway would come on. She'd go on uh, one of the other networks. She'd go on with Chris Matthews. <laughs> earlier in the evening and basically say Democrats are putting American jobs into blenders for the last eight years and it's time for a change. That's how she would absolutely spin yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. I mean, we know. I mean, that's exactly how it would go down, of course. But she was on uh, uh, CNBC's Squawk Box. You know how much I love CNBC, <laughs> my, my favorite cable news network. It's like cocaine. It's like the television equivalent of cocaine. <laughs> you ever want to feel like, seriously, Kimberly, you ever want to feel like, <laughs> you want to get that old-time cocaine feeling? <laughs> Turn on CNBC. I watched that network. Um, I mentioned this a couple times on the show, but I used to watch CNBC during, it was like right before the recession. Everyone was going bananas. It was like, literally, it was like doing cocaine. <laughs> that's literally was like literally 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 and literally literally as joe says literally literally and uh and it drove me nuts and so that i said i can't watch this anymore because i was gonna have a heart attack i was gonna have some sort of terrible cardiac episode because of watching cnbc it was terrible the spazzy white guys in lower manhattan on that network <laughs> and so uh kellyanne conway joined the spazzy white guys in lower manhattan on the squawk box show yeah uh-huh and uh she basically warned that Donald Trump 
can manipulate the stock market mm-hmm. using Twitter. So if you're a business and you cross Donald Trump, Donald Trump is going to use Twitter to uh, decimate your stock price. Yeah, I mean, she, she warned and boasted. Yeah, she bo- boasted about it, warned about it, and this is the uh, this is the behavior we're going to expect from Donald Trump and his administration, especially when it comes to uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the situation with uh, with Carrier coming up here in a second because Donald Trump used Twitter to go right. after the president of the Steelworkers Union, <laughs> which it's not a stock, of course, but the president of the Steelworkers Union now getting all kinds of threats yeah, from neo Nazi all right people. Death threats, yeah. Death threats. Quality people. Lovely. Nice guys. All right. Well, here's Kellyanne Conway with, to me, the biggest bombshell of yesterday's news cycle. So President-elect Trump sees that he has this massive online platform. About He says about 35 million on Twitter and Facebook combined. We talk about this frequently. He talked about it yesterday morning, in fact. And he sees an opportunity to communicate right to people by cutting through the noise or the silence, whatever the case may be, through his social media platforms. Um, but you see that through tweets now. See that right there. That's already dangerous. He's going to use social media platforms to communicate directly to people. He's going to use a limited platform like Twitter, where you can only well, he's tweet. He's already doing it. Yeah, I mean, he's already doing it. But that's the insane thing about it is he's using this. You can't. I mean, anyone who is on Twitter, and I'm on Twitter a lot. I'm, I use Twitter much more often than I use Facebook. There's no nuance there. There's no way as chief executive of the United States of America that you can adequately convey ideas and messages on Twitter in a way that... Uh, will be fully understood in the proper context. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you could be so nuanced, can't you, on Twitter in 140 characters? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that that in and of itself is dangerous. Right. <laughs> it's Just, like so dangerous what he's doing. Yeah, it was like, uh, like Sarah Palin after the 2008 election. She basically w- used Facebook. She was one of the first yeah. politicians to use Facebook to, uh, to kind of lash out uh, in various ways. Like... <laughs> Just, it doesn't make any sense to me because it seems I don't know. Maybe this is my hang up as a as a Gen Xer. Um, it, it seems like a childish way to go for these well, people. But, this, but this the thing be- is, is that it works, and that's what all they care about. They're all they all seem to be quite childish, and they're they're not taking an adult approach to anything. And clearly, when you have however many million followers on social media, specifically on uh, I think I think on Twitter, he's got like sixteen million or something like that. Yeah. Um. You know, and they're just so happy to hear anything he has to tweet out or, or read anything he has to tweet out. They don't question it. They just automatically assume it. If it's proved to be wrong, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They go with him. And so, of course, he's going to use it because his whole goal is being a dictator. Exactly. And he knows. I think he's savvy enough with the media to know that if he tweets something out, the news media, specifically cable news, is going to report on what he said, not what the actual... Right details of whatever stories commenting They're getting on happen better to be. at that depending on the station but yeah, yeah they are. i mean fox news won't but yeah i mean but not by much i mean i was pretty hard on brian williams i do think brian williams has been trying a yeah, little bit to, okay. to be less normalizing in these of united states these you oh god i hate when people do that you know the west wing does that with these <laughs> these united states not these united states it's the united states yeah, Brian. <clears throat> These United States get it Im- right, Brian. Implies a pr- like a pre-civil war, like we're all individual. It's like a, a a continent filled with individual states, and it's not that. It's it's a nation, one nation. So, all right, there's my little p- patriotic <laughs> rant about that. Thank you very much. Well, let's get back to Kellyanne Conway here. Uh, he can affect industry. He affected the stock market yesterday, frankly, uh, and he did it twice. He did it in two different ways. First, by 
telling Boeing to cancel the project or maybe put it on hold. It's that he thinks it's too expensive and it goes against his entire platform of cutting waste and abuse in the system. Uh, and then their stocks went down 1.5% mm -hmm. yesterday. And then secondly, he announced, went down to the lobby in Trump Tower, where the media are, and he announced a $50 billion, that's with a B, investment by SoftBank. And uh, their stocks went up. So two issues on that. Should have he just called Boeing himself? As maybe he publicly? did. Or did he, separately? Well, they talked, uh, they've talked previously. But this is just uh, a news report he saw or a briefing he received, and that's how he reacts. What he can do, and this is one of the reasons why he needs to uh, to completely divest himself from all of his business interests before he becomes president. Well, he should be doing it now. He should have already done it. Um, it's because he can do this. He can tweet something and then enrich himself. Because even if you mm -hmm. tweet something about Boeing and you send the stock market or the stock price down, what was yeah. it, three, what did she say, 3%? It, it hit the, the Boeing stock then what you do is then you then buy a bunch of Boeing right. stock and then it goes back up and then you can sell it. That's mm -hmm. a, that's stock market manipulation. And mm -hmm. he's using Twitter and he's using the office of the president elect to manipulate the stock market in ways that maybe not himself alone is benefiting from, but certainly he could well, tip he off people around members, him. Yeah. Family members, certainly, yeah, yeah. I mean, family members, his kids are going to be running the foundation. You don't think he's telling the kids, hey, you know what, I'm about to tweet about Boeing at 3 o'clock in the morning, so go ahead, make sure to buy a bunch of Boeing stock as soon as it opens, because the stock price is going to open really low. China. And then you can sell it by the end of the day. Right. Just like, I mean, talk about grifting talk about a bunch of suckers you know i didn't yeah. i didn't want to go this way uh soon after the election but we're now a month in and now i can i think i can say it safely yeah. uh without seeming like i'm on anybody or being a sore loser bunch of suckers mm -hmm. 62 million suckers well it out was, there the, voted it was for suckers this guy. but it was also a big F you to Barack Obama. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, I, I think you can almost say the same thing that, you know, I, I don't know if America would have been evolved enough, uh, I guess, if you will, to elect a black man, uh, uh, you know, but it was after George Bush. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would have just depended. And, and I hate to say that. I mean, I, I, I would love to believe that America could elect anybody, whether it's a woman, a black man, an Asian person, whatever. But clearly our country has issues with anybody other than a white male. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that this was a reaction in part to uh, the fact that these people hate Obama so much or they just dislike him. You know, I mean, I have friends who are, I don't know, I use that term friends loosely, people I used to know. <laughs> and we're still kind of friendly on Facebook and we mm -hmm. talk. And so there's this one person in, in particular who, it's a woman and she's she's married and I'm, I would bet a million dollars that her husband does not like Obama. Yeah. And one day we got into a conversation about the Affordable Care Act and she didn't know what she was talking about. And I can't say that I'm so well versed in all of the information regarding mm. the ACA, but I know more than she does. And I under, you know, I'm, I certainly benefit from it. And her arguments against it had to, came from the fact that her husband works for some company and I guess the company had to pay more or something like that. And that's all she looked at. So her husband's bitching about it. And now she hates Obama because of the Affordable Care Act. And, and you know, and it's just, I, and I got so angry with her and I, I said, why don't you do your own research yeah. instead of listening and parroting what your husband says? And, you know, and, and anyway. How'd but, that work out? <laughs> she, well, I'm, she's kind of used to me saying yeah. things like that to her. I'm pretty, pretty uh, straightforward. But, Long story short, I, I do believe that it, it does come from this this resentment, the fact that a black man was in power 
for eight years and he did such a fine job yeah and I, I wanted to mention too I'm glad you brought that up because I saw a video clip it's floating around online right now I think it's at media Van Jones from CNN interviewed a family that in uh, all the members of the family in 2012 voted for Barack Obama um, they're like white middle class rust belt people mm-hmm. um and this year they voted for Donald Trump. And I don't understand. I don't understand this at all. So, yeah. And well, first of all, I don't understand Van Jones thing. Like, we have to go after them with love. Yeah, I know. I no. Know. All right. No, no. But um, he was talking to them and, he, and they said that the reason they voted for Donald Trump is uh, that when actually when they voted for Barack Obama, they wanted to vote. They voted for change. They wanted to, yeah. uh, you know, him to implement all these changes. And then they found themselves being disappointed when. The changes didn't happen. Yeah, so go vote in a freaking fascist dictator lunatic. Yeah, by all means. Yeah. By all means, vote for an arsonist. But I'm not bitter. (laughs) Just vote, please, by all means. You know, uh, Barack Obama didn't bring fairy dust and unicorns and rainbows to your little world. But so vote for a cartoon villain. Yeah. Vote for a cartoon supervillain with ridiculous. You know, hat. the thing is, is I think you know, so many people just look at the actions of elected officials, whether it's the president or a senator, and and in some cases it's quite plain and obvious, but in other cases that you know, especially with the president of the United States. How many times has, whether it's Barack Obama or even George Bush, how many times have they made decisions that look bad on on, on the face? Mm-hmm. But what the the public doesn't know is what the alternative was. Oh, and yeah. the alternative could have been so awful that, you know, they went with like the least offensive thing that they could or, or the safest possible thing. But yeah. it looks bad unless you have all the information. For instance, one of the things that I've uh, I've been, you know, Barack Obama hasn't said anything about or I didn't say anything about the pipeline for some time Mm. or uh, Barack Obama isn't coming out in favor necessarily of the recounts. He's got his reasons. It doesn't mean, you know, people want to set him up to be some kind of devil because they're not doing exactly what they think while they're sitting in their living rooms and they don't have all the information um, they think he should be doing. And it's like, obviously, we should criticize and question our government and we should demand, you know, whether it's transparency or. But the the truth of the matter is, is we don't always know everything. Yeah. So we can't be so quick all the time to just make these snap judgments. Right. And on top of of all of that, in, in lieu of being able to decide for yourself, they've got a network that's telling them how to think and feel about all the issues, which is Fox News Channel. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what really hinged yeah, the election. That, as far course, as I'm yeah. It's really it was really an election about false equivalences and fake news. I yeah. think that it ultimately swung the election. Well, I think yeah. we had a lot of unfair reporting, a lot of fake and news the FBI circulating. And and Russia's involved. I mean, there's so many yeah. things that come into play in this election that yeah. I don't think that you can really pin it on one or two things. And that's why I have a really hard time saying that the Democrats have to do some sort of deep soul searching about their uh, their policy platform and things like that. I don't know about that. We're going to talk about that actually a little bit on the show here, hopefully, uh, if we have time to get to it. We've got to take a break right now, come back with more show right after these words. Okay, you want to know the best way to support the show? The best way to support the Bob and Chez show is to go shopping at Amazon.com using our Amazon link. Here's how you do it. Go to BobSeska.com and click the Amazon link in all caps just beneath the logo on the main page. The link takes you to the main page of Amazon.com as usual. 
you go shopping, we get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing extra, and it helps support the show. And if you run a small business and source your materials from Amazon, make sure to use the link for all your purchases. And don't forget to bookmark it. Thanks so much for supporting the show and our Amazon link. Shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. China. Subscribe to the Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes. Okay, now's the time. If you want to go shopping using Amazon link at bobsuska.com, please do it now. Do all of your holiday shopping through our link. Don't forget, if you go to amazon.com, don't go directly there. Go to bobsuska.com first. Click the uh, big capital letters right beneath the logo. It's a uh, Amazon link. You go shopping. You may get uh, some free shipping if you sign up for Amazon Prime. You can sign up for a free 30-day trial there uh, if you click one of our banners. But if you go through the link, uh, you can get uh, all kinds of great deals, great holiday deals. Cyber Monday evidently continues for many, many more Mondays <laughs> or many more days after Cyber Monday. So go and do that. Make sure. And by the way, you can actually bookmark it. And if you're uh, if you're a small business and you're coming up on uh, some end of the year spending to do, make sure to source all of your materials through our Amazon link. And thank you for doing that. All right. So uh, getting down uh, to it here. Um, Let's see. I, you know, I talk about some of uh, Trump's nominations uh, so far. We've got some brand new names here coming out of the. Uh, I was shiver a little bit. I guess this is like the douche chills every time I mention the Trump administration transition team. <laughs> anyway, so we've got uh, the uh, Trump appointee for the EPA, Scott Pruitt. Who's a you're talking about pipelines and things like that. This guy's a big fan yeah. of the oil industry. President like Donald J. Trump has selected Scott Pruitt, the Oklahoma attorney general and a close ally of the fossil fuel industry to run the Environmental Protection Agency. We're back in that zone, aren't we? That Bush era zone yep. where up is down, black is white. You know, it's like uh, the, the clear skies initiative isn't about clear skies at all. The Healthy Forests right. Initiative, not about healthy forests. Well, that's like the right to work thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's uh, This signals Mr. Trump's determination to dismantle President Obama's efforts to counter climate change and much of the EPA itself. Now, that was the, my thing about Ben Carson is maybe Ben Carson was brought into HUD just to help dismantle the thing. It's entirely possible. Mm -hmm. New York Times is saying... <laughs> that Pruitt's going to help dismantle the EPA. Mr. Pruitt, a Republican, has been a key architect of the legal battle against Mr. Obama's climate change policies, actions that fit with President-elect's comments during the campaign. Mr. Trump has criticized the established science of uh, human-caused global warming as a hoax, vowed to cancel the Paris Accord, committing nearly every nation to taking action to fight climate change and attack Mr. Obama's signature global warming policy, the Clean Power Plan, as a quote-unquote war on coal. War on coal. <laughs> God. So I'm wondering, like, all the people who decided uh, that they were going to go and vote for Jill Stein, all the, all, and not just the Jill Stein people, but the Gary Johnson people, too, all the protest voters. Um, they have who, a clear conscience now. Yeah. Who, who maybe said that Hillary Clinton wasn't strong enough on <laughs> the climate crisis. Well, this is what this is what we have. Elections matter. Votes matter. Presidents elect matter. These are, it's not just you can't just play the video game and then it ends and then you start over again. It goes on and on and on. The video game continues. If you do certain things with your vote, there are actual real consequences. I mean, I get that that 
maybe people out there didn't like Hillary Clinton, let's say for legitimate reasons, mm. not for the reasons that, you know, she's been smeared uh, by the Republicans for 30 years. But let's just say there's some stances they didn't like, whatever. Obviously, um, you're never going to find a, a candidate who matches up to everything. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's more than just about, well, I don't like that candidate and I don't want to vote for that candidate, so I have to have a very clear conscience. It's about what's going to happen um, when the two viable candidates, because there's only two, yeah. uh, when one of them wins. Well, we all, I mean, how could you have not predicted what's going to happen with Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, and people were referring to her as Republican light and this and so Fine, I'll take Republican light, but she's not even Republican light. Oh my yeah. God, it just makes yeah. me so mad. I can't go into an argument as to why to vote for her since now it's too fucking <laughs> it's, it's late. Over. But I mean, you know, it's, it's really irritating because I, I've been witnessing this for the last eight years, I think with that same faction criticizing Barack Obama. We were talking about Mark uh, Provost here a little bit uh, a while ago. And, uh, so and these are, I mean, these are people who uh, they don't get it. They think that every political candidate who they support has to match up with all of their pet issues. Well, that's the purity test. Yeah, it's a pure. Exactly. It's the purity test. And Obama failed the purity test. Hillary Clinton clearly failed the purity test. And they seem to forget that we're living in a country that, you know, we're sharing it with these uber conservatives. Yeah. So, you know, it's not to say that I mean, we just basically have to find some kind of a compromise. Yeah. And, and by the way, the, the not only matters in terms of the climate crisis, which is a really, really big deal. The Scott Pruitt nomination is a huge deal. They're all huge. Deals. I mean, we're in it now. The climate crisis ha- is it's all happening right now. It's not something that's going to happen. It's not some abstract thing that's going to happen 100 years from now. We're in it and we've got to stop doing things that are making it worse. And this guy and and Donald Trump and this whole regime is going to set everything back by decades, decades. All right. Meanwhile, speaking of setting things back by decades, you know who's nominee for labor secretary is a fast food CEO, fast food CEO. Andy Puzder from Hardee's and Carl's Jr. is going to be the labor secretary, bringing back quality French fries for everyone, (laughs) quality jobs in the United States. And he's, by the way, he's one of those, one of those Jesus CEOs. Yay. I love that. Yeah. There's a great book. It's a very popular book. I'm sure a lot of you have read it. uh, Fast Food Nation, where they talk about the connection between evangelicalism and fast food, where there's a lot of, oh God, a lot of fast food companies and, and corporations. Uh, owned or run by Jesus people. And and Andy Puzder is one of them. He's a devout Catholic. He's got six kids, but he's one of many, many, many others. Like we know the Papa John's guy is is really religious. We know Chick-fil-A is really religious. Which um, is fine, but you know, don't incorporate your morality into the legislation. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's just it. The policy. But it's just, it's an odd thing that I've noticed. That's all I'm, that's yeah. the only reason I'm bringing it up. But now this guy's going to be running the labor department and... So it's like, again, you've got Chick-fil-A, uh, Domino's Pizza, uh, Carl's Jr., which is also under the same umbrella as Hardee's. Basically, you've got fast food run by evangelicals and devout Catholics and things like that. I don't understand the connection. Well, and Trump loves fast food. I'm just having a, real, a really hard time. Oh, by the way, uh, Trump has, a, uh, has finally appointed someone to be uh, ambassador to China. All right. It was. It, I was thinking it was going to be John Huntsman because John Huntsman it was the uh, was also has also already been the ambassador to China, right? 
And now it's going to be this other guy. It's going to be uh, let's where who is this guy? Um, oh, okay, it's Terry Branstad, the the governor of Iowa. And now he's going to be the ambassador to China. And so uh, that leaves an interesting situation, which is that there will now be a, mm-hmm. uh, a runoff election or I, actually I should say an election. Mm-hmm. They'll probably appoint someone. Yeah. Initially, but then there's going to be an election in for 2017. Yeah. Governor of Iowa. Hello. 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 Democrats. Time run, to, run, 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 run. Right. He's a Republican governor strong. of Iowa, and we can flip that over to the Democratic Party. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So it's 2017, people. Exactly. Next year. It's not 2018. It's 2017. 2017. Anybody in Iowa out there has some some um, big hopes. Same <laughs> with uh, Tom Price's congressional seat. There's going to be lots of opportunities here because... Clearly, the Trump campaign thinks it can afford to lose uh, some Republicans out in the field. Yeah, let's let them do that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let them do it, please. Please, please do it. All right, we're going to take a short break, come back and wrap up the show right after these words. Wow, great party. Thanks. Hey, uh, where's, where's the bathroom? Down the hall, second door on the left. What's the matter? You've got some f***ed up shit going on in your bathroom. Are Billy Kelly having sex in there again? I told him to use the bedroom. No, man. There's some glowy baby. Oh, that's my glow with God baby Jesus soap on a rope from Bubble Genius. It smells like baby powder. Dude, it was speaking to me with angels singing. Uh-huh. You had one of those brownies in the kitchen, didn't you? Cleanliness is next to godliness at Bubble Genius. The Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Uh, safe home, Greg Lake from Emerson Lake and Palmer. <laughs> Paula from uh, Bubble Genius this morning tweeted out, I bet Carl Palmer's really nervous this morning. <laughs> it's the other two guys from ELP are gone. We lost uh, uh, Keith Emerson earlier in the year, now Greg Lake, and all that's left is Palmer. Poor Palmer. Aww. Poor little Palmer. Poor little Palmer. <laughs> hey, maybe uh, Trump can make him uh, ambassador to China. China. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, this is my favorite ELP song, Ho Down Right There. Okay, uh, moving along. we got to talk about uh, what's happening in Ohio, uh, where the rubber's really going to hit the road for John Kasich. Also in uh, New Jersey, we've got uh, a couple of big anti-abortion bills. They're really excited at the state level. You hear that? The state level. Things are happening at the state level. <laughs> Where we Democrats need to pay attention, goddammit. Um, so we have an abortion ban. It's the uh, fetal heartbeat abortion ban in Ohio that's sitting on John Kasich's desk right now. That's a ban on all abortions that take place after 
approximately six weeks when they say, you know, all these Republicans with advanced medical degrees, where they say the fetal heartbeat begins. Yeah, the gynoticians. Exactly. They don't know what the hell and they're this talking is, about. And this is before most women even know they're pregnant. Exactly. But women, most women don't know that they're pregnant about eight or ten weeks. So this is basically an across-the-board abortion ban. That's all this is. And uh, and it's also something that can be, if it were to pass, which it, it ultimately will not because it goes against Roe versus Wade, mm-hmm. but it can be argued um, for legislation that would be nationwide. Yep. And uh, and so this, a similar bill is... Uh, is working its way to Chris Christie right now, isn't it? In uh, New Jersey. And this one's not a fetal heartbeat bill. This is a... Pain capable or whatever it is. Pain. And, um, and of course, they got the science wrong again. And that's yeah. the whole point. They're saying that uh, it's uh, at 20 weeks when fetuses can begin to feel pain. And it's actually not. It's not till the third trimester, which is actually about 26 weeks, 25, 26 weeks. According to, you know, the... Scientists. The liberals <laughs> at the American... Medical Association, uh, but of course these doctors, yeah, re- Republican idiots know better. But we're going to come back to New Jersey in a second. Um, let's go back to Ohio. Of course, this legislation is basically introduced by uh, someone who was accused of domestic violence, mm-hmm. domestic abuse. That'd be this guy. Uh, what's his name? Chris Jordan, State Senator Chris Jordan was accused of domestic violence back in the day. On Tuesday, Ohio passed a bill that, if signed by Governor Kasich, will be one of the strictest pieces of anti-choice legislation in the country. It would ban abortions upon the uh, detection of a fetal heartbeat, which typically occurs around six weeks into the pregnancy, a time when many women don't yet know they're pregnant. On Wednesday, it surfaced that the Republican who first introduced the heartbeat bill, Senator Chris Jordan, has a history of being accused of domestic violence. Yay. Quality people. The Columbus Dispatch reported that officers were called to Jordan's house on July 11th, 2011, by his wife, Melissa, who had said, poor woman, who said that uh, he was, quote, pushing her around and throwing things. Jordan said he should get together with Joe Walsh. (laughs) They'd have a lot to talk about. Jordan said they had been argued over the, uh, or they'd been arguing over the house's cleanliness and that, quote, I threw some things on the ground, but I didn't hit her or anything, so she's all worked up about who knows. <laughs> wow, he sounds you know, like a his, great guy. That hysterical woman. That was yeah, exactly. That was like one step away from saying, "Well, you know, she was on her period." Right. <laughs> so I'm sure you have a lot to say about all of this, and and we'll loop in the uh, New Jersey ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, I mean, I if anybody out there is interested, um, I you know I have a, a like page. I have a profile page on Facebook and I have a like page. So mm-hmm. on both of them, but specifically on my like page, um, I'm putting I have an action alert up at the moment and then I'm just about to post um, something about John Kasich. So I love that's this. that's what well, the John Kasich thing <laughs> is um, is you can call him and it's gonna be it's an article in Refinery Twenty Nine. So it's just it gives you three different things that you can do to oppose this. And you can call his office. There's going to be a number that is very easy for you just to ask him not to do this. And you know, there's something to consider here, aside from the fact that this it, you know, let's say he signs this into law. Mm-hmm. Um it's going to go up to the bigger courts and then eventually it's not constitutional. So it's at this point in the game, it's going to get thrown out, but he's going to want to run for president again. John Kasich's not going to, you know, just say, Oh, forget it. I'm not going to run anymore. So he's got, and of course, you know, when you run for president, you're running, uh, although abortion is never the only thing, but you're running for everybody. So I think that, um, it would behoove him to, to make a smart decision now. So he can look like the sane, 
candidate that he is always called, you know, yeah. he's always being referred to the same Republican candidate. Right. So there's there's a couple of things that women can do and men can do. It's not even though these are considered women's issues. Um Please, men, join in on the fun. Call Kasich's <laughs> office and be polite and yeah. let him know um, that you would prefer that you don't want him to sign the bill. Add whatever you want to add, but be very specific about it. And again, I'm going to have this on my on my like page, but also on my Twitter account. I'm going to be posting a bunch of it, too. So it's author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. And, you, and so it's author Kimberly is my Twitter handle. And then Kimberly A. Johnson are my Facebook pages. So but the other one is uh, a call and I, this was not is this, my is this the pap smear one because yes. I want to I do that one I want to call and say I, hey can I get I want to schedule my it. pap smear you should just call right now I'll just say hey um, oh, yeah well, what's, can... what's, the, what's the number um, okay. find the number for me I'll okay it's right 973 okay hang on a second his Let's name is Steve Steve Araho Araho Steve Araho 973 300 0200 okay I'm going to call and schedule I have to schedule my pap smear he thinks he's a gynecologist Okay. He thinks he's a gynecologist. He's obsessed with women's innards. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I'm using the phone a lot today for some reason. I know. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling the District 24 Legislative Office. Oh, hi. Yes. Uh, my name is Ches Pazienza. I'm just calling to schedule my pap smear. Pardon? Just ca- calling to schedule my pap smear with, with your office. I just don't know if it, it might. Again, my name is Ches Pazienza. That's with. Oh, uh, I, I think you have the wrong number. Oh, there's a couple of Z's in there. Maybe that's why. Hello? Okay. Yeah, it's a hard name to, to spell because there are a few Z's in there. It's very Italian. But okay. I just I yeah. wanted to set my pap, pap smear. Yeah, we, this is not a doctor's office, I think. I think you have no Oh, because I assume because, you know, your boss knows a lot about women's issues and women's plumbing that uh, it was a doctor's office. Like he had some advanced degree in medical science or gynecology. Oh, okay. I, 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 get, I get your joke. That's very nice. Is that true? I mean, I just wanted to know if, you know, I get a pap smear. Hello. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. There he goes. Right. So maybe um, uh, maybe Ches. You're such a jerk. <laughs> oh my God, Ches. So anyway, just All I right. just want to say you. that. So you can call the office, and if it's after hours, you can leave okay. a message. I think that you hit like one zero, but you'll call and you'll get instructions. Mm. And then I'll just read you some of the comments here. Um, Placed my call. I asked uh, <laughs> when he became an OBGYN, and she said he isn't one. I I asked then, what right does he have to determining uh, what a woman can do with her body? The receptionist was very confused by my call. We've, <laughs> we've got another one here. Uh, that was so fun. When I told her I wanted to make my annual OBGYN, she said that I got the wrong message. <laughs> So he's so he's not a practicing doctor, I asked? No. Would you like to leave a message? Yes. He should get his medical license before making laws about females and reproductive systems. <laughs> so you can totally have fun with these people. And, um, you know, and then the other thing that you can do is you can donate to Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence's name. And the best way to do that is, I don't have the number in front of me, but if you just go to PlannedParenthood.com or whatever it is, .org, and look up the number, um, you can have it specifically sent to his address and I'll get that posted a little later too, but uh, you can you can post it to you have him. And I think he's gotten now. Uh, I think twenty since this this went viral by a friend of mine, <laughs> Stephanie Domingos Walton from the Lady Brain Show. Mm-hmm. I think it's twenty eight percent of donations to Planned Parenthood since the election have gone in Mike Pence's name. So wow, woohoo, awesome. So, so th- this is a way that we can fight back. It lets them know that we're paying attention and we can have a little fun with it. God, I love this stuff. 
All right, and that was, uh, who did we call? Whose office did we call again? That was Steve Ara. Ar- I, I don't know how to say his name. I think it's Ara. Araho. Araho. Steve Araho. O-R-O-H-O. Araho. Okay. Steve Araho. And he's... Uh, and he's the king of pap smears. He's the king of pap smears in Fargo, North Dakota. No, he's in New Jersey, And that's right? the pain... Yeah, that's the pain capable... Actually, it's 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 Steve, and there's another guy who... Um, Joseph... I don't know how to say his name. Panacchio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have his phone number. But okay. uh, they introduced the pain-capable unborn child protection act in mm-hmm. April. But they're bringing it back up in the news because of Trump. Because of Trump and the Supreme Court. Let's hope Barack Obama uh, recess appointments Merrick Garland. Well, that's a possibility. I don't know. I think it's a slim one, but still a possibility. All Let's right, have the- fun, fun with these people. Thank you again, Kimberly, for filling in for Chez. we got the post-mortem show coming up at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. Buy Kimberly's book. It's called Peyton's Choice. Listen to her podcast. It's called Start Me Up at patreon.com slash Start Me Up. And, of course, support this show at uh, Start Me Up. Or not Start Me Up. Patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. <laughs> Take care, folks. Bye-bye. China!